0: Welcome to The Punter's Mate on SEN.
1: It's Friday the 31st of March 2023 and Friday, this time every week, means it's Punter's Mate time. And it's the last day of the month, Sammy Hyland, as I welcome you in tomorrow... It's April Fool's Day. What are you what do you got planned? Uh not a lot,
2: not a lot. Um just more punting I would have thought. Uh but yeah, it's a big weekend and obviously uh there's some great racing in uh, in Sydney and things are things are starting to warm up up here in Queensland, aren't they? So we've got yeah. some nice races uh, at uh, for the weekend, so, yeah, looking forward to it.
1: I see some horses out at the trials and the jump outs on Tuesday, I think it was, it may have been Thursday, but Rothfire went around, uh, Golden Boom went around, so uh, we'll see him. Of course, uh, Tony Gollins, very, very promising three-year-old, uh, and there were some others too, so they are starting to come back, and I think Golden Boom's heading towards the uh, the Mick Dipman plate, Tony told us, on uh, the 22nd of April, so looking forward to that. Once the championships are over, basically, in Sydney, the spotlight just comes straight back to Brisbane, and then we've got it for the next couple of months, Sammy, so yeah. really looking
2: forward to it. It's going to be some, some good racing
1: ahead of us, isn't it? Yes, and uh, last week, we had a, a really good day of racing on Saturday, of course, but before we got to Saturday, there was some news around, of course, Incentivise retired, Yeah, uh, unfortunately, so... That was a bit of a shame. He'd been so good winning the Caulfield Cup and nearly winning a Melbourne Cup and he was a star of the carnival up here. Uh, Yeah, it was not unexpected, 100% unexpected, but uh, yeah, we thought he might come back and and be a bit of a force we might, actually if there was some talk that we might see him up here again in the carnival but that's not going to happen now of course. He was uh yeah he was a
2: brilliant horse wasn't he for those couple of preparations and and uh what a what a journey he 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 went on with Steve Tregey, and and uh, what a great job he did with that horse and then obviously uh Bray Sikalski and his team uh bought the horse and and then uh, yeah he went to the next level and uh but you know those Those good ones, uh, they're so delicate and it often happens to the good ones. Uh, the very, very good ones that, uh, and unfortunately, um, yeah, the, the, uh, he's had the issues and they can't, they can't go on with him. Uh, you know, uh, even only last night, the news filtered through about, uh, I'm Thunderstruck and just amazing, isn't it? The, the freak things that can happen with racehorses and, uh, but you know, um, look, being around them from the age of 15, Chris, so oh, it doesn't surprise me sometimes. You They're know? very it's fragile, a, it's, aren't they? It's amazing the the things that can pop up and go wrong, and and it sounds like uh, that was the case with I'm Thunderstruck. Uh, uh, obviously, it was a bit of a routine surgery, taking a, a small chip out, and, and even I heard Mick Kent Jr. saying that uh, they didn't necessarily even have to take it out. And, and then there was an issue with him... Uh, Uh, coming off the operating table, unbelievable, unbelievable, but, uh, yeah, condolences to, uh, everybody involved in the connections. Uh, very sad because
1: he was such a good horse. Yeah. And he had it all in front of him, didn't he really? Yeah. He'd uh, only scratched the surface. Very sad news. Uh, happier news, baby on the way for Ben Thompson and Steph Thornton. Oh, wow. Well, we thought that might've been the case because Steph hadn't had a few, hadn't had many rides of late. And, of course, Ben's been riding up a storm, winning Group 1s and whatever. So it was obvious that, hang on a minute, I might need some extra money down the track. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know you'll why. De- you'll definitely need that. Yeah. Um,
2: it, so uh, now we
1: know why he's been riding so well. That's it's, the reason.
2: Yeah. It. Uh, no, not at all. It, it, uh, no, it'll be a very exciting time, very exciting time. And, and gee, it goes uh, so quickly. Obviously, your kids are older than mine, yeah. Chris uh you know, uh, Will's coming up eight and, and, uh, in a couple of months time. And I think to myself, gee whiz, you know, it was only yesterday you were just a little baby and, yep. and, uh, and now he's eight and, uh, charging around, giving me a clip. So it's, uh. <laughs> is he taller and, than you yet? And. That's no, the he's When, not, they, when he's, they're taller he's than He's not you. taller than me, but he'll get there. No problems. Uh, because, uh, uh, his mother is taller than me and, uh. And probably stronger too. And, uh, have you had a wrestle? No, I'm
1: not going As there. we know,
2: all boys grow bigger than their mothers, get taller than their mothers. So, uh, yeah, that's they what do, I, I have to look forward to. And, uh, yeah, um, shout out to Campbell Brown and his uh, wife, Jess. They're expecting their third child. Uh, right. And when uh, I rang Dog a couple of weeks ago to congratulate him and, Uh, Nicole, my wife was in the background and said,
1: you'll know you're alive when you have three. Three's a big difference, isn't it? Like you've got to have a bigger house. You have to have a bigger car. You've got to, you've got to head towards a a van sort of setup when you've got more than two. Yeah.
2: Well, look, I wanted a team. I I wanted to have six. And, uh, uh, but that was, that was one of the things Nicole said. That was one of the excuses she gave me. Actually, we'll have to get a bigger car. And I said really, is is that
1: really is that really a it's probably, problem? um, yeah, you know, it's all right for you to say have six, you're not the one popping them out. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before, too. yeah, I'm sure you have. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now some jockeys in the news uh, last week, not just a jockey on this this front. The Gearan family, who we uh, speak to regularly on the uh, Darling Downlow, Sammy. Uh, Gary Gearin rode a winner in town, uh, trained by his wife Kylie. And son, Corey? Yes. So that was a really good good. result. Well, I'm just trying to find the name of the horse again. How good. Um, That was a a terrific result. Our Magnus? Our Magnus was the horse. So I think they bought online for about 10 grand. Yeah. So they've really done well. Corey, uh, I know Corey and and,
2: uh, Kobe O'Brien, they're very active uh, buying tried horses and seeking out the right horses. and. Um, that's, you know, when you're a, a, a smaller stable and you haven't got the purse to, to spend like some of those bigger stables, that's what you have to do, isn't it? And and the Girans do it, uh, well. so well, yep. so well and good on them. Well done. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, they're, 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 uh, favorites on
1: the Darling Down Low, aren't they? They certainly are. Uh, and another jockey. Guess who rode a winner at the Gold Coast last Saturday? Who was it? Cyril Small. Oh, fantastic. Cyril. And he just happened to ride that winner on Australian Cup Day. Well. And what horse to win? We know what horse he was famous for in the Australian Cup. Vo Va- 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 rogue. rogue. And, and I can
2: – I remember this. I don't know if I've told this story before, but um, I did send it in to actually Damo Watson, who was uh, doing trackside. The uh, guru. Uh, he's a legend, isn't he, Damo? And uh, he was saying – um. Uh, they had a topic during the week for people to send in you know how you've how you've you know hit a bit of luck at the races or yeah. or anywhere just you know something that's uh, where you've you've had a bit of luck and uh, I remember that day so clearly uh, V Rogue dad. my dad was riding. I went to the races with Dad. I was walking through the public at Flemington and I found a diamond bracelet in the uh in the grass wedged in the grass it was sort of in the grass in the public there and picked it up and put it in my pocket and bought it home and uh gave it to mum and then uh mum put it in the uh in the herald sun in the lost and found and it was never claimed and yeah and then she went and took it to a jeweler and got it you know got it uh, looked at and yeah. it's the real deal and yeah it was worth uh, a good bit of money so um, I think it's still in her jewellery box though, oh, Chris. It <laughs> well, it was, I think it was like six grand. Was, really? Yeah. It was, Crikey. And way back then that was. Um, would have been unloading it. That was, uh, yeah, yeah it was quite a bit of money. So, yeah. so it's obviously worth, uh, well, you would think it'd be worth more now, wouldn't you? So Definitely. It, uh, yeah. So that's where I had a bit of luck, um, uh, at the races. So I remember, uh, Vogue winning the Australia Cup for that reason. And he was a ripper, wasn't what he? What a great horse. What yeah. a great horse and what a great... What a what an interesting story with Vic Rail and, yeah. and Cyril Small, yep. and uh, and yeah, changed their life. Changed their life.
1: We had Cyril Small on the show at one stage. Yeah, you we remember. Did. Yeah, very yeah. good. Uh, good to chat to him. Cascadian winning the Australian Cup put the writing on the wall the week prior. Uh, was a good win. Gee, just took a long time to get out of that pocket, but when he got out, boom, he was very impressive. Uh, first city winner at Doomben. Or at Eagle Farm for Michael Morrison, of course, who took over a lot of the Michael Costa horses. Michael Costa's just had a very uh, successful season over Yeah, in he's flying Dubai, isn't he? in Dubai. Dubai. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if he, how long that season lasts for. I'm out on mean, the break lasts for whether he comes back here or stays there, but we'll have to get him on again for a chat. Yeah. Because he's done so well. Um, and looking at the weekend, uh, your mate King Callow is going across to New Zealand for a Group 1 ride. He's, uh, well, he'll turn up anywhere,
2: Callow. Good on him. Uh, I I was unaware of that. What's he going over He's going
1: over to ride in the Sire's Produce at Awapuni. He's uh, partnering $10 Chance Rip Raw for Andrew Forceman. Uh, Sammy Collett is also going over for the meeting. And Fred Kersley as well. That's junior, I think. Of course, uh,
2: (laughs) SENQ's own Sam Collett. And uh, I I think uh, uh, she's... Right on the heels of a thousand winners, so her. I think her dad rode a thousand winners, uh, uh, and her mother rode a, th- a thousand winners. So uh, I'm almost certain of that.
1: Well, she could bring up that thousand win and, on at, back home, which would be good. Yeah, that do it at home from the family. Yeah. Okay, on today's show, we are going to chat to Damian Thornton. Well, we know Damian Thornton as a Victorian jockey, but he's riding up here in Queensland at the moment, and I believe he's staying for the carnival at least. And joining the rest of the uh, the Thornton family. So he'll be an uncle. Is that right, Sammy? It will. Uncle, yes, he'll uncle a, Damien. He'll be an uncle. All right. And then after the break, uh, or the major break, we're going to have a chat to uh, Angela Jones, who, of course, is riding so well, and she's part of that National Apprentice Series that's going around the country at the moment. Now, racing over the weekend in Queensland, of course, our main meeting is at Doombin tomorrow. We race at uh, Rockhampton as well. Big Capricornia day tomorrow at, R- at Rockhampton. Uh, the three and four-year-old classic worth 100000 and the Yearling sale classic for the two-year-olds worth $150,000. We're at Aquas Park on the Polly Track. We race at uh, Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone, the Daryl Golan Memorial, two-year-old race tomorrow night, of course, at uh, Toowoomba. And then we're back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. So plenty of racing over the next few days. And don't forget, Queensland is always racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Amy, time to catch up with Damien Thornton, who uh, is riding up here in Queensland at least until the end of the uh, the carnival, the winter carnival. What happens beyond that? Well, to find out, we thought we'd get Damien on for a chat. Damien, uh, good afternoon to you. Hey guys, Damien. How
2: have you found it uh, making the move up here, and obviously um, uh, having to to round up rides? And do, do you keep your same manager from down in Melbourne, or when you're in Melbourne, or um, uh, yeah, how, how does all that play out? Yeah,
3: I kept my same manager. Um, He's done a really good job for me, so no reason to change there. And, um, you know, I found getting rides not too bad. It's, you know, you sort of turn up to chuckle controls each week and um, whatever takes shape from there happens.
1: And the reason for the uh, the move, Damien, um, just, is, is it just for the winter carnival or are there thoughts of, of staying around?
3: No, it's more just to change things up a bit, um, you know, sort of use it as a bit of a working holiday and a bit of a break in, um, before heading back down south.
1: So you think you'll definitely be heading home?
3: At, at this stage, that's the plan. Things can always change, of course, but um, at this stage, that's the plan.
2: It's clever, a clever idea, I, I would have thought, uh, to come up early, you know, before things heat up up here, then... Uh, you get your name out there. Obviously, um, Boris and, and Steph have done a super job up here and your dad's up training on the Gold Coast. So, um, you know, you're, you're giving yourself the best opportunity to go into the, the Queensland Carnival, getting uh, getting some good rides.
3: Yeah, hopefully. Um, I wanted to sort of plan and, and time it right. So we got here before the carnival and try and get to know everyone and all the trainers and owners up here and um, try and build a bit of momentum and get some wins on the board before things start to heat up.
1: And the way, I mean, the rides you've been getting so far, it looks as though you have already struck up some good relationships with those larger stables.
3: Yeah, so far it's been quite good. Um, I've got plenty of support off Chris Waller, who's someone I've probably always ridden for in Melbourne. Um, You know, Rob Heathcote's given me a few rides as well and Trent and Toby Evans have been quite good, so... um, you know, I, I can't really complain. How
2: do you plan? How do you work the week? And uh, so, are you working out of the Gold Coast? Uh, who are you riding work for? And and do you come to Brisbane often for aside from from riding in Brisbane?
3: Yeah, I go to uh, Eagle Farm on a, on a Tuesday morning and, and do a few gallops there, and, and go to the trials sort of when I need to or wherever they are. Like it could be Sunny Coast, it could be Gold Coast, or uh, I mean, think been. In, in town and Deegan around here. So,
1: you um, know, I'm happy to go anywhere. Now, a lot of the uh, the Victorian jockeys and the New South Wales jockeys, when they come to Queensland, one of the things that uh, they really seem to enjoy is the fact that it's not so much wall-to-wall racing. Uh, there is a bit of a break. You don't have to be at the races every single day and, you know, maybe a couple of nights over the week as well. Are you finding that that's a more relaxed lifestyle? And I know you haven't been here that long, but are you appreciating that?
3: Uh, yeah, it is It is different. It's not the hustle and bustle of Melbourne Sydney, and Sydney, so that's why I've you know, always said it's a bit of a working holiday, um, just to change things up and sort of relax and try and enjoy it a little bit more and um, just have a bit of fun while I'm here and try and ride some winners.
1: Is that something you could get used to? I mean, some people thrive on the work. Some people just like working 24-7, whereas <laughs> others will appreciate the bit of a break. What, what, sort of, what sort of work ethic do you have? Are you just full on or do you, are you appreciating that t- downtime?
3: No, I'm a bit more full on. Um, at the moment, I don't mind the downtime, but as a rule, I sort of like to go to the races five, six days, sometimes seven days a week like they are back home. I prefer to, to work than, than sit at home.
2: Interesting. Uh, it's been a hot topic of late uh, with Ben Malam and, and his uh, elephant in the room tweet. I don't know if it's an elephant in his lounge room or <laughs> just uh, or overall. Um, any opinion on that?
3: Um, I think everyone's got an opinion on it. it doesn't mean you're right or wrong. Um, you no, know, I, I think we are self-employed. We, we should be able to manage ourselves. So um, if you want to take a day off, take a day off. And if you're struggling to keep up with the workload, I you know, haven't really had that problem too much. You sort of get to a point where you need a week or two off, you take it, and otherwise you get back to work. And, um, you know, this is what we choose to do. So if you want to do it, do it.
1: And one of, one of the common um, opinions has been that if you happen to take a day off or a week off or a little bit of time off, you do run the risk of losing some important rides. Are you subscribe to that theory?
3: Yes and no. You, you do to a degree, but that's where you've got to sort of work it out when you sort of try and work out the best time to take a bit of time off. Like for me, I would have always have a week or two off in, in winter or, or, or over summer around Christmas time where the, you know, there's not so big races. Um, yep. Yes, you'll miss out on a couple of rides, but you've got to take a, a break for yourself at some point. So that part you've probably got to, you know, in some terms, suck it up a little bit and give yourself a break.
2: Damien, I remember uh, early uh, before you uh, started riding at the races, you were uh, as a youngster. You were really active in um, show jumping, and and um, uh, do you ever do, do you ever uh, go back to it? Do you still follow that, or um, ever? ever get the urge to to go and get one out and and get over the jumps?
3: I'd love to do it again one day. I loved the eventing, Um, growing up doing all the equestrian circuits. That was great fun. Um, Just ran out of time and racing took over. But, yeah, one day I'd love to go back and and compete and do it at some point.
1: Uh, Now, the tracks up here, how do you rate the tracks up here? I mean, you've ridden Eagle Farm and Dooman compared to uh, the tracks down south and particularly Flemington. I mean, we've had a... A lot of talk about Eagle Farm, and it seems to be really good at this stage. And a lot of people say it's the, you know, one of the in the top three tracks in the country now behind Flemington. Where would you put Eagle Farm at the moment?
3: Well, oh, it's certainly a really good track. Um, I think we've got good tracks all around the country, really. Like, you know, you look at back home, you've got Flemington, Sandown, Pakenham, They're they're terrific tracks, and um, so Eagle Farm certainly isn't too far behind them at the moment. The way it's racing, the surface is really good. So. It's preparing it really well at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly come a long way in the last uh, last few years. It seems to have a lot more cushion in it uh, than it did maybe a year and a half uh, with that different grass coming through. Now you didn't mind the fence there on uh, Wednesday with Alabia. That was a handy ride, and thank you for that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, he's he's progressing really well. Um, you know, he won a couple last prep, and he's won the first and second up this time, so he's in for a really good prep. But um, he's going
1: well. He is. He's. Uh, he, he's sort of flown under the radar a bit. I mean, his first win a uh, couple of weeks ago when you rode. Uh, I don't know if you rode him or not. I'm looking back here. You might not. Yeah, have I did. Really, you did. Well, I mean, he was. Um, he was big odds. Yet he'd only had a, a handful of starts, and really, he seems to be the sort of horse that is much better placed on top of the ground. His wet form doesn't seem to be too good. So that track got to a soft five on uh, on Wednesday, but obviously it wasn't really that rain affected.
3: Um, I think the eye probably looked okay, but the surface, it was probably closer to a 6 and a okay. 5. Okay. Um, just with the the sea rain they got throughout the day, and he he appreciated it. So, um, you know, he, he's as effective on top of the ground as what he is with giving
1: it. Well, that's good to know because his form sort of reads as though he, he might struggle when we get to something pretty wet. So that is good. Now, your rides tomorrow at and uh, you kick off in race three. You're riding Derulo for David Van Dyke. Now, he's a horse that can go forward, he has got ability, but he's just gone off the boil a little bit of late.
3: Yeah, he has a touch. Um, he, he's drawn a little bit sticky as well. So, um, you know, I haven't gone through the races properly
1: tomorrow
3: yet. Um, but, you know, he certainly looks to have ability, and on his day he's certainly good enough.
2: Race four, you're riding Derry Grove for Matty Dunn. Uh, drawn a little bit awkwardly, this horse, from this 1,050-metre uh, start.
3: Yeah, he has. Um you now it's probably not ideal drawing that wide over the thousand there, but, you know, even if we looked at it in the third eight line with a bit of cover um, and then just build through his gears from there.
2: And then uh, Chris Nelson is telling me to ask the next one. So I'm going race six, <laughs> number 12, Sabalenko for Rob Heathcote. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: look, she won well first up at, at Ipswich, um, you know, so that I worked her. Uh, earlier in the week and she got up quite well. So, you know, hopefully she can run well and she's drawn drawn a nice middle gate. So if she gets the right run, she'll be thereabouts.
1: That's because I wanted to ask Damien about Ekaterina in race number seven because her run last time, I know you weren't on board, Kyle Wilson Taylor was, but I'm sure you'll do the video if you haven't already. Cracking run back in the field, ran on very, very strongly, just comes up with a wide gate, but not without a big chance, Damien, I would have thought.
3: No, I wouldn't have thought either. Again, um, drawing sticky, but you know it's not as big a field, and probably should naturally be a touch closer. And even if we could get in front of a couple from the gate, that'd be even better. But the run last start was was quite good, and if that can be reproduced well. I'm not going to be far away.
1: Can we do the last one, Sammy? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Seeing you did me a solid, I'll do you one back. <laughs> Race nine, you're on Ultimate Pride for Chris Waller out of gate number two.
3: Yeah, he went really well um the other day, um, you know, he's probably going to be just off him a, a, as well. And, you know, I think a form sprint from that race with Alabia winning again. So, um, you know, just be a touch closer from the gate um, with no weight. i like to see him hit the line pretty strong, I would have thought.
1: All right, Damien. Thanks so much for, uh, for joining us this afternoon. Just one question I was going to ask. Uh, with Steph uh, now expecting, I thought they might be trying to get you to hang around a bit longer for uh, some babysitting duties down the track. <laughs>
3: No, no, no. They can have that one for themselves.
1: I'm happy to
3: to say hello and then give
1: it back. I totally understand. Thanks, Damien. All the best tomorrow, uh, and we'll catch up with you soon. No worries. Thanks
3: for having me, guys.
1: Pleasure. Thanks, Damien. Damien Thornton joining us there. Sammy, he's got a good book of rides. He's uh, riding very well. He's only been up here a short space of time, and it's going to be great to have him here over the carnival. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. This is The Punters, mate, on SEN. Welcome back to The Punders, mate. On this Friday afternoon, Sam Highland and Chris Nelson with you and Sammy. I've been looking forward to chatting to Angela Jones, uh, who's riding up a storm at the moment, but she seems to always be riding up a storm. And, Ange, good afternoon to you.
4: Thank you.
1: That, How are that, you? Yeah, very well. And you? Yeah, very well. That's good. That's good. Uh, now, have you calmed down the background influence there? We know there were some issues there yes. with someone playing up in the background. We won't name names. Kyle Wilson-Taylor? Yeah,
3: no, we've, we've,
4: um, we've got it all sorted. Cut him
1: up. <laughs> Would you lock him outside?
4: Yeah. Uh, I think he might have locked
1: me outside. Uh, <laughs> all right. Now you're four, You're riding uh, so well, and you have been riding so well for a while. You must be full of confidence.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it, it helps you get have the claim, and you get the better chances coming your way. And once you get a little bit of momentum, it does help, and um, confidence surely does help as well.
2: And what about the move from uh Toowoomba to 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 Brisbane um well it's been some time now and it's always helps with uh with good success and when you're getting good opportunities but uh all the same it's it's uh it's it's a big change in your life isn't it when you when you move uh move to the big city
4: Yeah yeah it is but um I've, I've been really enjoying it um it's probably it's probably a little bit easier now. I think maybe just moving from the provincials to the metros now. It's, I think there's a little bit less workload, or probably just less travelling too. Yeah. Everything's sort of right here. You just the meetings are right here on your Wednesday and Saturdays, and you sort of only go travel maybe Sunday and another other midweek at Ipswich or something like that. But I think it it's it's actually a lot less, and it's a lot it's nicer, a little bit more. Is probably a little bit more balanced now,
1: and and teaming up with uh, with Tony Gollan, I mean, you're in the best stable in the in the state. I mean, how how much of an influence has Tony been, and how good's that been for you?
4: Yeah, it's been really good. Um, he's, he's been a great support. Obviously, I think probably over half of my winners this season would would have been his. So, um, you can't forget that, and I think it's good just having that that sort of momentum there when if I have a suspension or something you come back and either he's got good rides there and it sort of it helps you get going again if you sort of had any little hold-ups or even if it's just not going that well, he, he's sort of always there to throw a, throw a good chance in and um, sort of get you back and going again.
1: Have you ever ridden for a trainer, and and, I know this from speaking to Tony many times and doing interviews, etc. that is so across all of their horses? And it's not as if he's only got 10 horses in his stable. He's got so many, but he knows where every one of them's at, their preparation, where they're going, what they've done. I I just found it amazing.
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Some things you'd think would sort of slip past him, but he, he knows he's onto it, he's He's almost like a bit of a perfectionist in that area. And um, I think it definitely makes makes a big difference. Um, everything, he knows exactly where they're at with their work and they're, they're very well placed. They're always in races. They, they can win and they're always a good chance.
2: And I I think um, uh, the fact that you're there with Tony Golan and you're somebody, obviously, that, that has a real passion for horses um, uh, and and. When you move to a stable like that, it, it furthers your career learning about training horses also, doesn't it? You know, I, I always think um, uh, when you come out of your comfort zone a little bit and where everything's pretty easy and whatever, and then you, you move to town and, and then you're in a big stable like the Golan Camp and, and seeing how a big business works as well, it helps, uh, well, it helps with your own business.
4: Yeah, I think it does. Probably one of the big differences I noticed when I moved from Toowoomba is just probably like the professionalism and sort of everything's just, you know, it's all done right. And I think you just see a lot more of that, even in, in people. Um, it's like there's a lot less drama and a, a lot more business. And it, it's it's a nicer environment to be in, really.
1: And the mentoring from Robbie Frad, how's that been going? Obviously, it's working. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I think mostly it's just sort of probably nice to have someone to talk to um, that understands and even if if sometimes the trainer doesn't quite have your view on something, he can sort of have his view like from a riding side. And some of the trainers you ride here in Brisbane haven't ridden before. They, they sort of have a very, very good knowledge of reading a race and that. But some things you sort of, it's hard to explain. You go, well, it looked like that, but this is what it felt like and you feel like they don't really understand you. But if you got Robbie there and you can sort of, you know, he says, oh, well, I know what you're trying to do, you know. And I think it helps just being able to sort of get everything out after a race and yep. if you're sort of not happy with something. And, but then you can leave it there. You're not sort of holding on to it for the next race and the next race and carrying it through the day if we sort of had a bad start. I think it's good you're able to just to sort of, we can say what happens, we get it out of the way, and then we're moved on to the next race. You can start afresh. and, and It helps just sort of keep keeping the day flowing and keeping a good open mindset. Um, it's a help, and especially on, on a Saturday or Wednesday when you are quite busy, you don't really have many breaks throughout the day, and he's sort of gone through the form, so you think if if you might have missed something or you've just sort of forgotten, he'll, he'll give you a little refresher before you go out to that race. So you, you, you're on the ball, At every race, and I think he is a good help.
1: That's great. That that sounds something that could take off. I mean, do you think we might see more of that mentoring uh, roles or mentoring ex jockeys mentoring the apprentices uh, down the track? It sounds like a great initiative.
4: Yeah, I think I think it is something that probably needs to be encouraged because now you have more trainers that haven't ridden, so you sort of they're probably not you know really doing a lot with the apprentices or isn't. some of them are like Tony was still a good help and still is, but they're probably not doing as much as they used to when, you know, when all the trainers had ridden back in the day and, and, and they were very, very close with their apprentices. They often live with them. And now you just, you don't really see as much as that. And um, I think you see a lot of apprentices doing a lot without, without the help they really need.
1: And Is uh is Robbie, Mentoring you only, or is he mentoring anyone else as well? Um,
4: yeah, he's doing um, Malia
1: Castle as well. Oh, well, she rode a winner there on Wednesday, thankfully. Very thankful yeah. for Malia to ride that winner. Te- so teams, he's doing a good job teams, of there as well. Team's going, uh, teams going great, great guns. guns,
2: guns
1: yeah. Great guns. Yeah. 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 All righty. Now, rides uh, tomorrow at Doombin. You kick off with Tricketeer in the first. Now, I'm pretty confident Tricketeer can win. Both runs have been good. So uh, from that gate, you should get the right run, Ange.
4: Yeah, definitely. I'm, um, I'm confident. It's obviously, shown it's a nice horse, and they've obviously had an opinion of it. Putting in that, um, that race on Magic Millions Day, um, and and it performed well there. Um, obviously, first up, it, it might have needed that, and I think it's going to get a lot of improvement out of that, and I think it'll it'll be right there tomorrow.
2: Race two, you are riding Scarlet Tufty for Jack Bruce.
4: Yeah, um, it's it's been a long time between wins for it, but it looks like it's. Always been knocking on the door, and um, hopefully the win wouldn't be too far away.
1: Sagacious uh, is your next ride now. Sagacious likes to roll forward. There's probably a couple of others in that race as well. Uh, you rode Sagacious when you led all the way, and you were able to dictate that that day. Uh, two starts yeah. ago, yeah. You're looking to try yeah. something similar.
4: Oh, I love to. He's a he's a lovely, um, yep. nice, nice horse. You do have to get rolling on, um, um, and I'm not sure how you'll like the. The, um, wet track, but hopefully it's sort of back to a soft by then. Um, but I think he's another good chance. I think Durbin suits him a little bit better where he can just kick off the corner and keep rolling as long as we sort of have a nice uncontested lead. I think that's what he needs. Because as soon as he sort of gets something up outside and he just, he just doesn't travel as generously and you can tell he's doing way too much. Um, but as soon as he gets that nice roll out in front on his own, he, he can be very hard to run down. Uh,
2: race four, you're riding number 11 in a sec who has been about the money it's drawn awkwardly so you're gonna have to be at your best Ange
4: <laughs> yeah definitely um yeah I wasn't sure if he was gonna run here but I think he's thinking he will um uh, and I'm not sure if we he might be thinking about riding it a little bit quiet because it has been um it's been getting back and finishing off well which sort of in its previous preps it's always been right there up on speed but it's sort of been just slipping out of the gates a little bit and missing it and every time that it, it's finished off really well so I think you might be thinking we'll do something similar so I guess it all depends on the, the sort of run we get um could be messy but it could work out well
1: now you're riding Patton in race five uh he finished like trained train to win two starts back but uh didn't quite get into the finish last time but not without a chance I wouldn't have thought
4: no, that's right. I'll probably just have to try and ride him like they did um that day one. He's obviously drawn quite sticky, so I guess we'll just be going back and hoping for luck. See if we can ride through him and um get a nice crack at him late.
2: Right, Ange. race six. Now this you're riding Argyle Pink, who I'm sure Will Holbert is uh, really happy that you're on board Argyle Pink. He's a big fan of this horse. But I am going to ask you also about De Party Gal. Because I backed this last night, and I not only did I back it last night, but I backed it last week. So, uh, what are you thinking? Are you? Did you have the choice, and did you take the better ride?
4: No, I didn't have the choice. I don't know who I'd pick if I had the choice. I'd usually pick the wrong one, so I'm glad I didn't have the choice. <laughs>
2: um,
4: I do ride the Party Girl every day, and she's she's going well. She's a little favourite of mine, but. Um, Oh, I couldn't pick between them. I think it'll probably depend how, how it's run. I'd, I'd say Argyle Pink will be going forward and the party girl's going to be out the back. So I think it's it's just going to depend on what sort of run they get. But I think they'll be very even.
2: Can you set the pace for the party yep. girl? Can you just oh. put plenty of speed yep. on and then Jimmy comes charging home? Yeah, and, and we'll all be happy. Yeah. and you know, <laughs> like, Yeah. Um, except you, Angie. Well, I
4: won't be happy. Yeah.
1: yeah, but <laughs> hey, hey, there'll be a drink in it for you. It'll be right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, race seven, you're riding on point. This is the three-year-old quality for Rob Heathcote. Just a sticky gate. Likes to go forward.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um... I think she's a good chance in this. It looks like a little bit of an open race um i think she's gonna she's gonna get a nice run. there's not a whole lot of speed inside her she, i think she'll either be she'll be right there she'll be outside the lead or she'll lead and um I think she's gonna she's gonna have a really nice shot at them
2: uh race eight you've got a good ride here in yeah. situation One. room which is uh going super this horse
4: yeah he is going well um I can't quite remember where he's drawn tomorrow six. But six, yeah. So that that works out well. tell you, you comes out of five, actually. There you go. Yeah, that's that's even better. And he's such a try, this little horse. So I didn't know how good he was probably till that la- last start. He really showed what a heart he's got. He pins his little ears back and he, he gives absolutely everything. He's a he's a real pleasure to ride because you can you can fire him up and you always know he's going to come back. And then he just he he puts everything into it. So I'm excited to ride ride him again and hopefully he can show up with another performance like he has been
2: how good is it when you get on a horse that you know that when you give it a kick in the belly it's going to pin the ears back and have a crack and you just feel them lift underneath you 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 know it doesn't matter where they run you you pull up and you go gee this horse has a crack
4: yeah it is it is the best thing um especially when you know they can they're one of those horses that can be anywhere you know if there's if there's a lot of speed and you think oh i've got to come back here they're straight back underneath you and then they'll Kick off any sort of tempo. It, it is. It's a big help, and it makes a lot of difference.
1: Uh, and the last race, Angie riding telephone booth for the Currys, step up in distance uh, should suit.
4: Yeah, I think so. Um, she was. She was a little bit unlucky last out. She just sort of got held up at a real crucial time. And she's a very. She's a real momentum horse. I think. Um, she, we're going to see a lot nicer horse tomorrow. Um, she's. She's drawn well, and she'll be right there in the first four. Um, I think she's going to get a really nice run, and I actually think she's a good chance.
1: Now, if we were to ask you which horse you're looking forward to riding most tomorrow at uh, Doomburn, would it be Trick or
4: um, Well, oh, I don't know. You got me a little bit excited about riding uh, Situation Room. <laughs> All
1: <laughs> right, well, like we'll go with that. two of them, both no. of them. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with the Double. Anything else as a bonus? Yes. Ange, all thanks right. so much for your time this afternoon. We wish you all the best tomorrow at Doom, and we wish you all the best going forward. No doubt we'll be talking to you shortly, and um, you know, looking forward to the uh, the winter carnival coming up. I'm sure we'll get plenty of good rides there too.
4: Thank you. Thanks for having me out.
1: That's a pleasure. Thanks for coming on board. Ange Jones there, uh, Sammy, who's riding up, as I said, riding up a storm. She's doing a great job, uh, and she has been for some time, so... Good luck to her, and she sounds like a, a really nice girl too. Great to chat yeah, to nice she's, people, Sammy.
2: She's a star. She's a star, and uh, uh, great talent, and, and doing so well. And as you say, I think she's uh, yeah, she'll be a gun for hire for the winter carnival. That's for sure.
1: Now, Aquas Sammy is Queensland's best and largest stallion facility, and home to Group One sprinting sensation Pirata.
2: Ah, Pirata
1: Hickman's horse. Yeah, exactly. Great horse. Great exactly, horse. Exactly. So there you go, Aquas. We should uh, see if we can get Gibbo on the line next, shouldn't we? (laughs) We need a winner. The Gold Coast guru. It's him. On the Gold Coast,
2: in the sunshine, a holiday paradise.
1: Of course, it's time to talk to Blair Gibson from au. Gibbo, Sammy Gibbo sounded to me uh, like he might be driving at the moment. I'm thinking whether he's doing a bit of Ubering. I'm the road. I'm, I'm, I'm the road. <laughs> Gibbo?
0: Yeah, got, got a driver, got the dog sitting on me lap, all good. About to go home
1: for a beer. <laughs> sounds, yeah, that sounds more fun than what we're doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you will let me far off, don't worry.
1: No, that's true. All right, Gold Coast tomorrow on the poly track. Uh, what do you fancy? Yeah,
0: look, we come on here and we often tip Callow... Um, mm. riding plenty of winners. Well, I'm doing the same bit of the Stacey variety. I'm going to tip a Stacey Callow double this
1: week.
0: Wow. I'm going to start in race seven, number two, Fighting Magnus. Now, I understand people might make a case he's all isn't going as good as it can. I just think it's, it had no luck last start, and I think it's just sort of been firm ground, and I'm hoping that the poly track will allow it to sort of get its foot in and, and let down a bit better. Um, so, I mean... Fighting Magnus can sort of sit up near the speed and uh, with the claim, I think he can bounce back and uh, might be a decent price, I'm hoping, this week, Fighting Magnus.
1: All right, so race seven, number two, Fighting Magnus.
0: <laughs> and race eight, number two, Lucifer's Reward. This is about run four this month, I think, which is my only little query, but I think it comes out of better races than this and I think it's a really limited bunch. Um, I think that dropped back in class with the claim. I think a couple of big ticks, maybe sits midfield from the nice gate. I just think it's worth a little flutter in the last Lucifer's
2: reward as well.
1: All righty. I like that. So I go with Stacey when the King King's over in New Zealand riding well, in a group one. What's
2: going on there? The King's yeah. going over the ditch, crossing the ditch. Yeah, I might have to give him a test because it, it must be the biggest prize money race in New Zealand
0: if he's making a trip over. <laughs> <laughs> You're sure he they're would, not paying? He wouldn't be going over for a couple hundred thousand.
1: Are you sure they're not paying? He might be a celebrity guest.
0: Yeah, actually, he's, he's probably got a speaking function yeah. or two over there. There's a
1: Calcutta <laughs> on tonight, probably somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two birds with one stone. Exactly. Doombin tomorrow. Anything you fancy there, Gibbo?
0: Just wanted to mention one in in the first uh, number six ringer's reward, sort of around the fifteen dollar mark. Oh. I don't know how it's that far out of the market. It's sort of got a long way back in a in a much better race than this last time. I thought it found the line well enough and all its previous form, I think, is good enough uh, that lines up with these. I don't think there's any stars amongst these. Uh, I would have loved them to get an Ormond and that on board, but Matty, wish I'd get the good gate to work with here. Might be able to sit a couple of pairs closer and, I don't know, I just think it's more of Seven or eight dollar pop instead of fifteen, so I'll have something each way. That uh, at the start of the day, ringers reward.
1: All right, and there's some big racing in Sydney. Is there anything that uh, you like down there? I know they're pretty tough races.
0: Oh, they are. The one that, that could probably go in exotics and that in the Doncaster, I thought was Nugget at fifty to one. Oh, gee, I, think he's a nice horse. He's been good ever since he's come to Australia. He's gone through the grades, um, and I just think he was a he was a pass mark for sure in the All Star Mile against couple of the, the guns that are in this and he drops the seven and a half kilos just the horror gates the, the query but at that price he can definitely go in exotics at 50 to one
1: yeah look Doncaster there'll be horses all over the place late I don't think it matters what barrier you draw
0: yeah yeah if he can get any sort of cover I wouldn't I wouldn't mind them riding him a little little more negatively they'll be decent speed any sort of cover in the race is, is what you're after so I think he can run better than
1: 50 to 1 anyway. All righty. So we're looking at uh, the Gold Coast Polytrack. Race 7, number 2, Fighting Magnus. Race 8, number 2, Lucifer's Reward. Uh, Eagle Farm each way. Race 1, number 6, Ringer's Reward. Looks over the odds. And Ramwick and the Doncaster. Race 8, number 11, Nugget each way. So plenty of value there this week for our man Gibbo. Oh, let's hope we get a couple. All righty, mate. You have a great weekend. All the best. Hope you back plenty of winners. You too, fellas. Thank you. Thanks, Gibbo. Gibbo joining us there, Sammy, as he does each and every week and tips up a storm. Now, your best bet over the weekend. My best. best, Yeah, I like
2: the party, Gal, at uh, Dooman. I like Dooman race two, number four, warp speed. I like Bendigo race five, number one, foxy Frida. And here's a bit of value for you, Chris. All righty. In the derby at Randwick race nine. Number six, Andalus, Zach Purton. This is a $23. Well, twenty three
1: dollars. I've been through that race, Sammy, and I cannot find anything to hang my hat on. I, it's just impossible. So hang I'll, it go on, with you. I'll hang go it with Andalus. on, Andalus. I'll hang it on, Andalus. Because I can't find anything else. He's a beauty. My best is uh, Doom and Race 7, number 11, Spirit Queen. I think she's ready to win. I do like the Party Gal as well. I think it's a nice race for her. Uh, my other best is in uh, Sydney at Randwick in the TJ Race Seven, number ten Giga Kick. Oh, that was a massive run first up. He could be the new sprinting star. Does the winner of this race become the star sprinter of Australia? Mm. Does well, it? I, I did hear um, the boys on, in the lab Breaks Lab
2: talking about. Uh, yeah, it's one of the greatest races in the last five years. I think uh, Cam Luke was saying. So it's uh, it's exciting race, and I must say uh, this. Championships, it's it's uh, you know it's each year it's getting stronger and stronger, so so that is a good thing. It's uh, you know for racing overall.
1: It's just a shame that uh, the two states can't be friends, isn't it? Well, good luck with that one. That's an argument for another day and an argument that we're not going to win. All righty, uh, we got a minute to go now before we uh, wind up. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. dot com dot Toowoomba, semi, just for those. Oh, actually, no. Hang on. Well, if you've got one for Toowoomba. Day
2: six, number one, Coburg. Uh I remember coming out of a hospital there once uh, in Coburg. When you were born? Yeah, no. Not I was going to say I was you born. remember that. Remember that. You been doing well. I, 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 came out, I came out of the hospital. Well, I went to see a doctor in there, and he said, mate, you've got a fracture in the neck of your femur. You need pins down your femur and in your hip, and, uh, uh, and they're still there to this day. So – uh, quite amazing, but I walked, had a fall at Bendigo and I was walking around on it for a week. That was well, I was on well, crutches for a week. but uh, never forget that, that Coburg Hospital.
1: I've got a special tip for you, and yeah. it's coming up in about twenty minutes. Oh, it's Rockhampton, race nine, number ten, brave Masso, Tiff Brooker and Nat McCall. last race at Rocky jumps at five nineteen Queensland time, six nineteen for you, people still on daylight savings for one more day or two, whatever, very close to finishing. Have something each way. Should have won last start. That's it for us for this week. I hope you have a great weekend. Hope it's a winning weekend. We'll catch you same time, same place next Friday on the Punters Made on SEN track.